Welcome to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. to the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou, JB, and Clayton the Claw. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are we doing this afternoon? Doing good. Doing well. Happy St. Patrick's Day. So, you know, uh, I don't know if, if somebody hands me a green beer, I, I'm, a, I'm a threat to drink it. I'm just going to tell you that right now. You know. Not that I'm going to go get some beer and put green dye in it, but if somebody happened to hand me a cold green beer, I'd drink it. I'm not scared of a green beer. No. Only you, today, though. Only today. Only today. Have you ever Have you ever had a green beer, Clayton? I, I, you know, I used to go to Sam Hills all the time, so they would put the uh, the green uh, dye in the beer. Yes, yes. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. JB, what I mean, you know, oh, you yeah. would just you went to school where at Northwestern? I, I lived in Chicago. Uh, okay. So I mean, you're in the here. middle of uh, some serious oh, yeah. St. Patty's Day go shenan- shenanigans. Turn the whole river green. It's a, it's a sight. <laughs> it's a sight, man. There you go. All right. Well, I tell you what, uh, happy St. Patty's Day to everybody. And please, if you drink, do not drive. Call an Uber, call a cab, call a friend, give your keys to somebody that has not been not been drinking. Um, and just uh, make it a make it a safe St. Patty's Day for everyone. And uh, the madness of March has started. I mean, it's yeah. It started the first day of March Madness yesterday. Number four seed UVA went down to Furman, uh, fifty nine to fifty five. Excuse me, I check that, check that, check that. It was not that was fifty seven, fifty six. Was it that club? Was it was it that or was it in the sixth? Remember, uh, they hit a three to go up. That's correct. One. That's correct. So um, the Wahoos are out of the tournament. Uh, as a number four seed, and they gave it away. They absolutely did. <laughs> I mean, they gave we we, we JB saw it live yesterday. Yeah, what's the guy's name that threw the ball? What's Kihei Clark? You know, who's about a nineteenth year senior. Is a you know he's the most <laughs> one of the most solid point guards in, in in the country. Won the championship as a freshman. He's the guy they count on late in games, and he and just it kind of looked like he he felt as though he was just going to heave it, and time was going to run out, or he was going to heave it into the back court. He threw the ball the way my six year old or five year old would throw <laughs> the ball. Like he he literally threw his whole body into it and kind of granny, and it only got out. to about yeah. half court. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah, to was, right to a Furman player. <laughs> it was the worst inbound pass I've ever seen. And then the Furman guy caught caught Clark's heave at, at just just inside, just on their side of the half court line, from what I saw. Yep. Yep. And then he passed it to the right wing. And I think that was the only shot the guy hit all day. Yeah, I think that was the That's only. What he's talking about after he's like, I've been missing all day. He's like Ofer, and the only shot he hits is the three pointer to win the ball game, which is which you know is the one you really want to hit. I mean, you know what I mean. Oh, and Virginia missed free throws down the stretch too that would have put the game away. Yep. Kihei Clark missed a missed a free throw. Uh, they could have gone up five. I wonder possession before, but they're up four with you know fifteen seconds left, and they still if, had to give it away. I wonder if they allowed him back on the bus to go back to school. I don't. 
I don't know. I don't know. Probably missed uh, out on a game, uh, post-game meal there. And you know, what can you say about number two, uh, Arizona losing to the 15 seed Princeton Tigers? I, I, I would well, be lying if I say I didn't love it. Because this this madness is happening in the south re- or the south region part of the bracket. Yes, of course you know it. And for you folks that don't listen to the show on a regular basis, Clayton and I are pretty much Alabama fans uh, for <laughs> for the most. We are Alabama fans, and uh, that whole south region has just gotten blown up. Oh. I mean, Arizona loses uh, the number two seed. Virginia loses. Uh, at the number four seed. So really, other than Alabama at the one seed, the only team that's left that's even in the top five is, well, Baylor and San Diego State. And so – Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I'd, I'd much rather face one of those than face Arizona. Or Virginia. Or Virginia. Yeah. The way Virginia plays defense, you know. Um, but anyway, speaking of Alabama, they won easily yesterday over – Texas A&M Corpus Christi. They are called the Islanders. And because they're literally – their campus is on an island. I've, you're gonna, we're going to have to look at that. It's, so tell me about – tell me about – It's beautiful. I mean, the water's crystal clear and blue. It's there <laughs> in the Gulf and – And yeah. the campus is literally on a dang island. Correct. Off the coast of Texas? Yes. We got to go there. Yeah. Sounds like a fun time. This is, hey, I mean, Corpus Spring Christi, break. When's yeah. spring break? Well, the four of us, we can road trip. I mean, their baseball field, their their campus, everything is on this island. JB, have you seen it? Are you, are you familiar I, I, with this I place? Have, I mean, I'm We're familiar good. with Corpus Christi. I might have to go back to college. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's they, ideal. They I mean, got a sweet nice. look, too. I like their, their uniform. You know, kind of like uh, the Tropics from Flint, Michigan. That's correct. You know what <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I was <laughs> got to get was, tropical. I was at a local, local watering hole Wednesday night, and and I was sitting next to a man, and he's from Flint, Michigan. Really? I said, and I looked at him. I said, "Have you ever been to a Tropics game?" And he kind of looked at me like I was crazy. He said, "What? <laughs> oh, I said the Tropics, that semi-pro basketball team." He goes, "We don't have a semi-pro basketball team in Memphis. I mean, in Flint." I said, "Yes, you do. They're called the Tropics." Jackie Moon. <laughs> Come on. Tell anyway, me. coffee black. I just, you know what? I didn't even explain it to him. I just dropped the whole thing and moved on. You know what I mean? Well, in he his, didn't see that. In his defense, amusing. the movie was set in the seventies. So. Yeah. And he didn't seem that amused by it anyway. So I just went on <laughs> But anyway, Alabama easily won 96 75 um, over the Texas AM Corpus Christi Islanders without a single, not, not without a single, not even one point from All American, All Superstar, All Conference, first team All American, Brandon Miller. Correct. And. The coach, uh, Nate Oates, said he's got a little groin problem, you know. If Mark Sears will play that way, play the way he did yesterday, they're going to be tough to beat. You know, and, and Amari Burnett came in, hit a couple of threes. He didn't even play in the SEC championship game. And uh, Noah Clowney, I mean, came out on fire. You know, you got that's a six ten guy that you got to defend on the perimeter. It's pretty scary stuff. It really, you, it really I mean, is. If, you're, if you go up against Alabama, you've got to figure you got a lot of stuff to it, figure out it, defensively. And then you got Charles Bediaku, who's a seven foot big guy, beginning of the who game. rare and just everything or everything around the basket that he rebounds or catches, he puts in the hole. Hey, Charles made the All SEC tournament team, and it was well deserved. He played a huge part in that game on Sunday and the previous day on Saturday. So Charles is playing really good. He's just sophomore. 
There you go. Number one, Houston survived a scare uh, from the Norse of Northern Kentucky. It was what t- what town is that in? JB, you have any idea of what town that is? I got no Northern idea. Kentucky. Isn't that Cincinnati? But I thought Cincinnati was in Ohio. What what's going on there? Yeah, I, I mean, thought, I thought Cincinnati was in Ohio. I, I mean, I don't know. Do they consider that Northern Kentucky? I don't know. I don't, I have no idea. I know it's right across the river, but it's uh, in Highland Heights, Kentucky. Highland Heights, Kentucky. Yeah, Northern I, the Norse of Northern Kentucky. And it's uh, it's literally outside of uh, Cincinnati. It's kind of like a suburb. It's right there on the other side of the river. Well, the Norse played a hell of a ball game last night against Houston. Houston only had a three-point lead, 30-27 at halftime, and ended up winning 63-52. But it was really a lot closer than that. Absolutely. Um, the fouls at the end kind of stretched out to, a, to an 11-point game. But, like I said, it was much closer to that. And – for Houston, uh, All-American Marcus Sasser re-aggravated a groin injury um, that he aggravated in their conference tournament. And also, Jamal Shedd, who's, a, I believe, one of their – might be a shooting guard position for Houston. He has hyperextended his knee. So, moving forward, folks, if you've, if you've got Houston – and one of my brackets, I feel I do have Houston um, – and uh, but those are two very important pieces for the Houston Cougars that need to be addressed. And you know, I know Kelvin Sampson is hoping they they heal quickly. You know, so anyway. Uh, and what about the Duke, <laughs> the Duke Blue Devils? Um, man, they're looking good. Uh, they whooped up on Oral Roberts. They're, they they gave Duke a number five seed. Obviously, five plays twelve. And a lot of people picked Oral Roberts to give Duke a, a, a pretty good game, you know, a pretty pretty tough uh, way to go. Those, uh, seeds, are, those seeds are kind of common yesterday. upsets. The five and 12. It's, yeah, it's yeah a, normally. The percent, no, higher percentage that's right. No, normally, you know, one out, one out of, uh, of one of those regions will sneak up and win and win the ball game. But Duke wasn't having any, any of it, and Oral Roberts uh, showed not to be much of a opponent as – Duke won 74-51 uh, over the number 12 seed, Oral Roberts. And a lot of people saying, you know, is Duke at number five probably should have been seated a little bit higher than number five. I mean, obviously, looking at what they did to Oral Roberts, you can say that now. And there were some people that said Duke came in on kind of a heater from the ACC tournament and the last uh, last third of their season. Um, I think they – I want to say they won – Ten a bunch, ten straight or something. Yeah. The last time they lost, they got screwed at UVA. Was that the last time they they lost? Yep. They shouldn't have lost that game. They should have won that game. The referee stole it from them, and stu- and screwed my under I had on that game too. I'm still mad about that. But anyway, I mean, when you, I mean, we, why do you use replay if you go back and use replay and then don't even get it right? Get it wrong. I mean that yeah. that. that that's that's my problem with replay. I don't mind them using replay, but if you're going to use replay, get the dang thing right, you know. So, anyway, um, as we're speaking today, right now, uh, let's see what's gone on earlier today. Michigan State beat USC seventy-two to sixty-two. Uh, Xavier held on to beat Kennesaw State seventy-two uh, sixty-seven. That's five, and then Baylor. 
took care of UC Santa Barbara, 74-56. That was earlier today. Um, and as we're, as we're looking at games that are going on right now, we're recording this show a little bit early. St. Mary's has a seven-point lead in the second half over VCU. Virginia Commonwealth, Marquette has a nine-point lead over Vermont at half. And Pittsburgh is nine-point lead over Iowa State early. And, you know, of course, those games, by the time we get done, probably by the time you all hear this, they'll be over. But, you know. Anyway, uh, it's basketball, and it's basketball everywhere. Locally, the Giles County boys, uh, Giles County High School boys, are playing in the TWSAA 2A semifinals against Frederick Douglass High School out of Memphis tonight and Coach Nick Campbell. And uh, that game tips off at 6 o'clock at Murphy Center. Uh, my wife and I are going to go up and watch that. She's from Giles County, went to Giles, graduated from Giles County High School. There you go. So uh, we're going to go up and try to cheer them on to a victory. And, uh, and Coach Nick Campbell, who was coaching at Columbia Central last year. My guy. It's his first year at Giles County, and he's got him in the semifinals of the AA. So good luck to Nick and uh, absolutely and his crew, and uh, we'll see what happens. They've they've pulled up one up upset their last game. They won by two points, seventy to sixty eight. Uh, didn't get to go up there to see it or see it on video, but um, obviously a, a hard fought game. And here they are, one game away from the finals. So good luck to them. All right. Um, there you go. Perfect. Perfect for today, this time of year. There it is. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. Big Lou. Joined by JB and Clayton Claw. And uh, give us a couple minutes for this break. We'll be right back. Here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Again, girls, what's my weakness? Okay, then chillin'. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. 
Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at 10pin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. 
In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Basketball Jones, I got a basketball Jones, got a basketball Jones, oh baby, Since I was a little baby, I always be dribbling. In fact, I was the baddest dribbler in the whole neighborhood. Then one day, my mama bought me a basketball, and I love that basketball. I took that basketball with me everywhere I went. That basketball was like a basketball to me. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, joined by Big Lou, Clayton the Claw, JB had to cut out. That, folks, was Cheech and Chong's version. 1975, Basketball Jones. And it was a little bit of a hit, to be honest with you, back in the day. Um, we're going to talk a little Tennessee Vols versus Duke basketball. And I mentioned Duke before the break, and they're kind of on a heater. Yeah, and that, that's going to be one of the primetime games tomorrow afternoon. I think a 140 tip, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that's right. Uh, it's on CBS. Yes. Um, and the Vols just coming off a low-scoring 58-55 game, uh, three-point victory over Louisiana. And, you know, the Vols, they're, my, my worry about the Vols is this. And, and you know, I'm going to do it. Not a, not a Vols fan. I'm not a Duke fan. I'm just a basketball fan watching things unfold. And, you know, if you're – since they lost Ziegler and the Vols hang their orange hats on defense, obviously. That's where they – that's their prowess. But 
as you play in a tournament like this and against teams like Duke that average 78 points a game, and you're the third best scoring defense like the Vols are in the country, and they're holding opponents to around 58 points a game. And you as the Vols are probably averaging maybe just under 60 points a game offensively. Something has to give right there. Agreed. I mean, something something has to break. And 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 I just feel as though if Duke can get open shots and score consistently, which is what they've been doing over the past 10 to 12 games. Um, you know, if Duke can somehow get to 65, 70 points, Tennessee, I don't think can find enough scoring to get to get to that, to get to that margin. I mean, do you, right? I, I mean, agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, it's, it's pretty true. simple numbers in, in my opinion. Now the Las Vegas, you now, Lou. Did you did you initially did you see it come out that Tennessee was going to be favored by just a couple? That's over? what I thought, but I think uh, I think it was the other way around. Yeah, it, it came out at Duke at minus two last night. Okay, now it's at three and a half. Yeah, so so and it probably might move to might move to four. So if you're thinking Duke, you might want to go on and get in there, get in there well, now. The, the thought last night on uh, Tony Basilio's uh, post game show was is that that line can move to five by Saturday. Okay. I mean, so may, maybe. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, Tennessee. What, what, what did you say when I told you that line? I said uh, I got to get out of here and get to the bank. That's what I'm saying. I think that's going to be what the the I mean, you public's know, probably going to think that as well. And, and I, everybody yeah. thinks that right now. I mean, and, and Tennessee fan base. If Zakai right Ziegler was still on the team, you know, I would say it's a little different story. But he's not right. He's hurt and not going to play. It'd be a completely different story back to when he got injured in the Arkansas game in the last game of the season. Right. I mean, you know. I don't think they would have got beat by Missouri in the SEC You know, Tennessee Tennessee did not, in in this game against Louisiana yesterday, Tennessee did not make a shot, a field goal from the field, from the court, in the last five minutes of that basketball game. It was very sloppy. That's scary. You do that against against Duke, and you're going to get beat by 20. That's exactly what they said last night, and I listened. I, I listened to the post game show. UT fans thought, you know, if, if they put that product on the floor Saturday, it's going to be a thirty point game. Duke shot fifty percent from the field against Oral Roberts last night. They scored set, and they have, they're averaging seventy eight points a game in their last four games, while the Vols are probably averaging fifty five points a game. So you're talking about a 23-point difference in, in points per game. Right. And the line is Duke minus three and a half. I'm thinking the, the line should be more like seven and a half to eight and a half. Yeah. No, I, I don't – I mean, you know, I, I mean, I know Vegas knows what they're doing. I'm not, I'm not Mr. Vegas. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying, you know, three and a half is awfully, awfully low right now. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Um, also, not only is Duke averaging the 78 points in the last four games, they have held their opponents this year below the opponent's scoring average. So whatever the whatever their opponents are scoring, if their opponent opponents are scoring, you know, each opponent scores a, has a different scoring average, obviously, but they've held those opponents 
under their scoring average 31 times and they're 27 and 4. So every single every single opponent every single opponent they played they've held defensively below their scoring average. Yeah. And Duke is 30 is 27 and 4 and has held every single opponent below their average. Think about that. So if that happens to Tennessee and Tennessee is average out let's say they're average out to 60 this year. And they they're, they're going to hold and this holds and they hold serve with with holding their opponents below scoring average. That means they're going to hold Tennessee in the 50s while Duke is averaging in the high 70s. So, we're talking we're talking 20 points and the number is three and a half. Vegas must know something that I obviously do not. That, that, that's the only thing I can think. You know, and now Vegas will put out numbers that, that that obviously look too good to be true. And this might be this might be one of those numbers. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I, it's yeah. And, and the over under total is one twenty eight. So it's in the twenties. It's low. You know, and they're Tennessee's out, got some size. I'm I, and I get it. I get it. They've got guys like Santiago Vescovi running uh, running the point guard position. Uh, he, you know, he's a product of the NBA Global Academy out of Australia. Wow. And he's going to be he's going to be defended by Tyrese Proctor, a freshman at Duke, who was also at the NBA Global Academy in Australia. Isn't that kind of odd that both of them are products of that? I didn't even know there was. Did you know there's an NBA Global Academy? I did not, but I guarantee you the ratings in Australia for Duke Tennessee is going to be up. I wonder if they. I wonder if Tennessee would hire me or you as a scout to live in Australia. Like a- you know, absolutely, I'd go. That'd be awesome. Would yeah. I mean they're paying somebody over there? Yeah, somebody's. Somebody they've got a line a into the line, NBA yeah. Global Academy. I mean, Feels why like couldn't why can't it be a Tennessean? Why can't it be one of us? Feels like Tennessee's got somebody all over the world. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've got all those players that yeah. you know, have like uh, Jonas Adu, like is, eight is from eight vowels and and two consonants in their names. You know what I mean? I mean, Euros Plasvich. I mean, <laughs> I, I, both, I get both it. seven footers are, are are actually all three of them are from uh, different countries. There you go. Kamuav, Adu, and and Plasvich, all not from the I, states. I, I, I assume sure. I assume all the stateside players are. Riding, riding the pine or on the bench. So, I guess Josiah I James, who's from South Carolina. Okay, and I think Meshack's also from the states. Who's been starting as well, and so is Ziegler. He's up from Meshack's uh, played well. Yes, he, he played good last night. Had a ten point game, but yeah, and San- and Vescovi got locked down last night by Louisiana. So yeah, that's a, I, mean, I mean they, you know, he had that he was, had two shots from the floor, had three points. The Vols are fortunate to come out. Victorious in that game last night. Defense was stifling the whole time, but I mean, it's just not to hit the shot. But the last off- five minutes is unbelievable. It was very sloppy. I mean, to watch Tennessee play offense, you know, you're looking around the house or the, you know, in the shed for a noose because you, <laughs> yeah. you think I just, I mean, you think about just throwing it over the next rafter you see and just hanging yourself to put yourself out of the misery of them trying to score a dang buck. And these droughts are what's killing them because I mean, they had a. 21-point lead there at one point in the second half, and it went right. all the way down to three. Just like today in the Xavier game. Xavier uh, is they're – they're getting ripped by Kennesaw State out of just outside of, of uh, Atlanta. I, I thought it was over. And I, I, I was looking at – I was watching the other game, and I was watching the highlight or just the updates there, and I was thinking, Lord, they're down by 
13, 14 points, 12 points, and they're staying there. And then Kennesaw State, in the last 10 minutes of the game, at about the 10-minute mark, they go almost eight minutes without a bucket from the field, without scoring a bucket. Eight minutes of the last 10 minutes of that game. And that allows Xavier to come roaring back and take the lead and ultimately win the ball game. And, you know, Xavier's number three seed. They should. But Kennesaw State, a 14th seed, had them right where they wanted them, but they could not their, – their scoring just stopped at the 10-minute mark until about two minutes to go when they hit their next bucket, and they, that, that's what sealed their fate. I mean, it was – I was sitting there thinking, you know, this is going to be another blow to my bracket with Xavier going down. <laughs> right. But at the same time, I was thinking – Man, this would be really cool to see Kansas State take them down, and it's going to be a blow to everybody. Was it was, was it them that this, this is their first time in the tournament, or no, or was that you know what else? it might? It it, might I, I, I think I heard it, that. I'm thinking it might be Kansas State's first time, first go in the tournament. So they were talking about the moment being too big, and obviously not. And then it, uh, I mean, they played terrific the whole game. We're in command up until the ten minute mark in the second half. And then it all just went straight in the crapper. And uh, Xavier came out on top. So, uh, you know, that's that's just the way it goes. But as far as tomorrow goes and as far as the Vols go, you know, if, if I'm a Vol fan, I'm just crossing my fingers and hoping for the best. Um, I, Still I, go big orange. Gambling-wise, I mean, you're, you, can, you can bet on whoever you'd like to bet on, but I would not put a penny – at the Vols plus three and a half against Duke tomorrow. Duke is playing too well right now. I think Duke Duke might even have a little chip on their shoulder. They're they're coming in with the new uh, their Shire is the new, taking over Coach K. They're not quite get got the seed the high seed that they thought they might be due. And when teams kind of get like that and have have something feel to feel disrespected, and and then when they feel disrespected like that, yes, that's a that's that's the word. Then you better look out for them, yeah. Because they they get focused and they get serious. And I tell you another thing, like Xavier today against Kennesaw State. Xavier's got a pretty good basketball team. Mm-hmm. Obviously, number three seed, you got to be pretty good. But a scare like today from Kennesaw State will cause a good basketball team that might have been slow walking into that game against Kennesaw State, and they finally woke up. Defense woke up. Kennesaw State went to sleep. They pulled the game out. That might be what Xavier needs, and that might be what some of these some of these higher seed teams need. I mean, Clayton, you know, um, sometimes when when a good team gets pushed to the brink of losing by a much lesser team, that's kind of what a coach wants in a tournament situation. Kind of wakes them up. You know what I mean? Don't you? Don't you feel as though it gets you? It gets you refocused. Yeah. yeah. And so I think I think that's kind of what that's kind of what might happen to Xavier, and it might happen to some other teams in this tournament. So if you see a good high seeded team get pushed to the brink by a much lower seed, don't necessarily throw them away and think that they're done for the tournament. You they, wanna, they might come back with a fury the next game. You want to hear a wild score? Yeah. Midway through the first half, Pitt. Number number eleven Pitt leads Iowa State. Number six Iowa State, twenty two to two. Huh. And we're recording this a little early, yeah. but it is. Well, how, was that ten minutes ago in the first in yeah. the first half? First half two points. Twenty two to two. I've got the under. You're looking good. Well, there you go. 
I got I got the under in that game. Let's go. Keep it right there, Iowa State. I mean, that's uh, 24 points midway through the first half. That's unbelievable. And the thing about Iowa State is they in, in their conference, were they in the Big 12? Big 12, yeah. They did great. Yeah. I mean, they. I don't think there's a team they didn't beat at some point during the year. Pitt looked good the other night against Mississippi State. You know, they, they already have a game under their belt, and you just wonder maybe that didn't help them. Give them some momentum. Yeah. Keep kind of keep them playing, and not no no not a lot of downtime. No way over, yeah. And it doesn't give you time to, it doesn't give you a lot of time to think and and worry and and clam up or you know what I mean. I mean so maybe that's a good thing. Um, but anyway, uh, let's see what else is going on. Vanderbilt is still in the NIT. They beat Yale on Tuesday night, seventy one sixty two. And next up for Vanderbilt is the Big Blue. That's right. The Michigan Wolverines will be coming to Nashville Saturday morning at 11. That's that's when they tip that off uh, in Memorial Gymnasium. Don't think Delk Kennedy's going to make that game. No, no. He was, he was there to cheer his alma mater on uh, Yale. over Yale. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure they were glad to see him. Hey, Tim Bucks. Because they say it's been like 40 years. 40 years since he experienced the Memorial Magic. There you go. Um, so... Uh, but Saturday morning at 11, uh, the Commodores will be going up against the Wolverines uh, in the second round of the NIT, so good luck to them. Uh, the National Predators lost last night to the Blackhawks. You called it. And I kind of called that. I kind of thought, you know what, it might be the Blackhawks, that's a, that's a tough – that's kind of a rivalry situation. They've seen each other in the playoffs before. They, You know, they've there's been some a little bit of bad blood when they meet up. And, you know, there's a lot of bad blood in hockey in general when teams meet up. But I think the Blackhawks play more of a uh, kind of a physical, intimidating type style of, of hockey. And uh, I kind of thought, I kind of thought yesterday, and the Predators had won three straight, I kind of thought the Blackhawks might be a good bet. And by God, they were. They were at minus 275. So you get almost three to one odds on your money. Uh, and they won two to one over. The Predators last night, and the Predators face the Winnipeg Jets on Saturday. That's the next game um, in Nashville. And, you know, uh, the Predators are trying to make the playoffs. I mean, you know, this thing about, well, everybody makes playoffs in hockey. Well, no, they don't. It's the top ten, It's top eight teams in each division. Right. And um, and they're, they're right on – they're, they're, they're number five. nine right now. They're, they're – it's this one says they're they're in the fifth spot. Well, in their not, division. Well, it might be their division, but in the playoffs, the in the western in the western side of the playoffs, they are not. So, in other words, what I'm saying is, in the west, oh, you're right, you're right. You see, yep. the western side got it pulled has different different divisions. You need to be in the top eight in all of the western side, even though we're in the south. I, I haven't quite figured that out, but. Yeah. NHL, you know, I don't know who are those guys, who are those guys in suit and ties just sitting around the rink. It's looking, like the Grizzlies, looking they're, mysterious. They're, I, you know, I Grizzlies think, are in the Western Conference. In yeah, I don't get that. I really don't get that. So yeah, but they're, they're still in. They're still in great shape. Grizzlies yeah. are. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> the Grizzlies are fine if they can get John Morant straightened out. I mean, you know, he got an eight game suspension. Yes, mm-hmm. eight games, no pay. They're still the three seed in the West. So you know that that sends a message to you NBA players and if you all you pro players getting paid millions of dollars, you know don't be taking 
selfies with all your uh, assault weapons and and guns and, and and firearms and send them out at this day and age. It's it, you know, it's just not nothing good's going to come. Up. No, and it's, it doesn't prove anything. So you know, quit doing stupid stuff like that. It's, it's ridiculous. I mean, we got how many minutes we got left in this? Oh, I've got I've got the eight ball right. I've got the eight ball to go. Oh, oh yeah. That, this is just this. It, we're only in the second. Okay, uh, all right. Well, you know, I lose track. I get talking so fast and about <laughs> all this fun stuff. Um, when we come back from the break, we're going to talk a little bit about Jalen Carter, the Georgia defensive lineman, who was uh, predicted to go number one in the uh, NFL draft in April. Uh, don't think that's going to happen, Jalen. And we're going to tell you why right after this break. This is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake, Big Lou, Clayton Clog. Give us two. We'll be right back. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can always count on us for a great selection of late model, low mileage, one owner vehicles. All have been thoroughly inspected and are ready to go. You can even save time and buy online with our online shopping tool. Looking to sell your vehicle? Great news! We're paying top dollar for your trade. All makes, all models, and in any condition. Trade in and trade up today. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat, you can count on us. I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hoods for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Barrett's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Barrett & Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. 
Do you use Elf Bars? Old School Vapor has over 100 authentic flavors for only $18.99 each. Check out their other January sales like buy one, get one free for select Tesco bars, 25% off glass pipes and Mike Tyson's Delta 8 Bites, or 50% off smell-proof bags. Go shop Old School Vapor's selection of over 200 cannabis products from brands like Looper, Torch, Hidden Hills, and more. Check them out on Instagram or Google Old School Vapor to find your nearest location. That's Old School Vapor. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Hey, this is Lewis Maddox, and you're listening to the best radio in Middle Tennessee, 101.7 FM, WKOM, Columbia. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. This is Elk Kennedy. 
The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Come on, girl. Yeah. It's me, Jackie Moore. Give me that look. That's right. Let's get started. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. That was Jackie Moon, and I'm here in the studio with Big Lou. Pink Power Ford for the Flint Tropics. There you go. And and Clayton, the claw. And we're in our last segment of uh, this Friday show. I'll give you a little bit of uh, food for thought you might, have not, you might not know. Okay. Will Farrell's father was in the Righteous Brothers. Are you serious? Dead serious. Huh. Yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. I mean, like a member, member, yeah, like member, member, yeah. Not just to fill in. Somebody dropped out. He's a member. Was a member. Yeah. That is crazy. I had no idea. Yeah. So that you know, you folks, if you if you just pay attention to what's going around you, you learn something new every day of your life. You know, remember that, Big Lou, as you move forward in through your college years, and it's locked in the frontal cortex. There you go. Okay. Hey, just like uh, what's his name, uh, the power forward for the Cleveland Cavaliers, uh, Mr. Love, played at UCLA. His uncles are the Beach Boys. Is that right? Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Huh. I didn't know that. No. no, Kevin Love. Kevin Love. Yeah, that great big dude. Yep. Huh. Yeah. His uncles are in the Beach Boys. They're the Beach Boys. Wow. What a success. There you family. go. Okay. Um, so a little a little college football talk. There's gonna be a rule change next year. Not a fan. Me neither. And if you didn't know what the rule change was, I'm about to tell you. If you didn't know, well, no, you don't know yet, so I can't say that. So get ready to get angry. So not a fan. Well, they're looking to speed the ball games up a little bit. They're trying to be like the NFL. They want to be three hours on the dot. Right. And the way they're gonna try to do this is the clock will not stop after getting a first down like it used to stop. And they, so explain explain that to our listeners. They they like, did this years ago. They tried to they tried to enforce this rule about fifteen years ago, where when you get a first down in college football, the clock stops while the chains move, and then once they're set, you'll see the, the ball official, gets set. The official cranks line, cranks his arm, back, and that's they'll start it back up. Okay, they're not going to they're going to go the NFL way. They're just going to leave it running. It runs, and so their crew, and and so this means that these college official crews have to get me- mechanically sound and yeah, they're going to pick and up, right, pick up just like pace. NFL crews do, pick up the pace to get the ball in, get the yard markers set, get 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 the spot set, you know, and and be ready and be ready and, and get the get and get the uh, play clock going. And this is going to affect replay, too. This isn't going to give the guy back in Birmingham enough time to look at things if that clock continues to run. You have, you know, say you're late in the half, which the rule comes back into play with two minutes. Right. Play. Now, this is this uh, – and, and this – the clock running 
uh, even after first downs are made, it will will does not affect the last two minutes of each half. So each last two minutes of each half, the clock will stop to get the ball set after first downs made. Right. Okay. So um, so that that's gonna that's gonna change. It's gonna happen. It and, will. and it's, it's coming this this fall. And that could to a stadium near you. Yeah. I mean again they're trying to do the NFL way and trying to get games from Nearly four hours down to three. Okay. Tech, University of Texas has started uh, their spring practice. And the first day of pre- spring practice, I think, was yesterday maybe. That's when I read the, saw the article. Um, and, you know, Texas got their super, super freshman, superstar-related Manning, Arch Manning, who is Cooper Manning's son. Correct. Not Peyton's son and not Eli's son, but Cooper, their brother, his his son, Arch, uh, which was highly sought quarterback recruit all over the country. And Alabama entertained him. He's one of the finalists, yeah. Yeah, there you go. He, um, he's more like his grandfather than any of them. Um, okay. Because he's athletic. I mean, he can, he can move. Okay. And so – yeah, yeah, his dad was Cooper was he chose to be a, he he chose to be a Longhorn. So he was at Texas, and they started their spring um, practice, I believe, yesterday. And um, you know he's going to be in heavy competition. Arch Manning's going to be in heavy competition with Quinn Ewers, who is a special talent at quarterback too. Yeah, he entered the transfer portal at Ohio State, went to Texas, started last year, had the long mullet. Yeah, and apparently he he did what Rick Vaughn did in Major League Two, and he's cleaned himself up a little bit. He cut the mullet off. He said goodbye to the mullet. I don't like that for his swag, man. I know, but you know, and they asked they asked uh, Sarkeesian, the head coach at Texas. They said, "Does that mean that Quinn is getting serious about you know? Is he getting a little bit more serious about?" It? And the coach's like, "No, he just you know he just felt like you know cut making a change. Yeah. You know, it's a haircut. Don't so. take it don't take it too seriously. You know, don't I look mean, that he deep just into it. he just cut his hair. They're young. They're they're young college kids. They you know wear different clothes and do different things and." Just because they do it doesn't necessarily mean anything, has any underlining uh, meaning. Now, Jalen Carter, a uh, big defensive lineman who was involved in the crash that killed um, Chandler LaCroix that worked for the university and his teammate Devin Willock. Um, he got 12 months probation. He pleaded no contest to reckless driving and racing there in Athens. He got 12 months probation. Um thousand dollar fine and 80 hours of community service um for his participation in that in that crash which he left the site and then came back an hour and a half later and uh so that's what he's going to get for for his participation in that also he showed up at the combine in indianapolis at 314 pounds and just this past week they had the georgia pro day which he showed up nine pounds heavier. That's unreal. So that's uh, pretty hard to believe, but that's the way it is. Tonight, the Magic 8-Ball says take Purdue over over Fairleigh Dickinson, take Kentucky over Providence, Grand Canyon plus the points against Gonzaga, Florida Atlantic plus the points against Memphis, and Montana State plus the points against Kansas State. You guys have a great weekend. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour for Big Lou and Clayton the Claw. 
I'm Drake, and we're out. <laughs>